And welcome back to and just like what? Today we have a very special guest. Um, we well, I met um, this guest um, last year. Uh, actually, this time last year, perfectly transcribed. It's Bimini Bambula. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, which is um, transcribed is tomorrow. Mel is not going because Mel is a turf. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most heterosexual activity of all time, which is going to an electronic festival. Well, it has Ew. to be done. Yeah, someone's got to support the straights. I'm sorry. Um, and then we are recording on the hottest day of the year, so apologies if we are a bit um, squelchy and um, Very a bit sweaty. Um, yes, yeah, a bit sweaty. Um, uh, and you are actually, Evelyn, you are the second ever guest, so. Um, Lots and lots of pressure. I feel so honoured and also very scared. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, would you like to give us a few words about yourself or oh, no? Okay, so how would I describe myself? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I've got questions for you. Oh, so, no. Oh, yeah, of course. Evelyn, I know you've not watched the entirety of the show yet, Sex and the Scene. No, Is that correct? She's a Gen Z. She's a Gen Z. <laughs> um, but... Which Sex and City character are you, would you say? Oh, well, very relatable to this episode in particular. Uh -huh. I, always, I always thought of myself as a Samantha. Oh, maybe I'm a Charlotte because she outed herself as quite the cum slut. Oh, we do love a cum slut. Mm. I'm the anti cum slut. <laughs> it's good for excess, so maybe you should just get on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Lather me up, darling. Very Gwyneth Paltrow of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mum. I'm a gemophobe. Any other person's <laughs> ooh, kind of liquids touching me makes And then, is there anybody you would think you are from and just like that, or Charlotte? This was a very cummy episode. I'm, so. I'm probably the nightmarish, non-binary child of Charlotte. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so young, so privileged. Rock and roll. Okay. Um, also, quickly, is there anyone you don't like who's very much not on your radar? Okay. <gasps> okay. I feel like I'm not allowed to say that. It's transparent. I yeah. It's a very big topic. Oh, you cut me off before I could do my introduction. I just, oh, but no, like, the intros are about to happen. Okay, but just. Um, so everybody knows I am I am quite a statuesque transsexual. <laughs> so anything I do say can be taken as law. Well yeah, of course. <laughs> I, can, I, I can I can have I can have opinions. If Carrie opinions. if Carrie could be trans, she would be Sarah Jessica Parker would be like rewrite my role as a trans woman immediately. <laughs> if anything would make it more interesting. <laughs> and just that's, like that, I mean, I'm that's, trans. That's why I transitioned to have a more like fun of interesting life. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm raging, that's why I have this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that E! Give me that estrogen! <laughs> well, welcome, Evelyn. We're looking forward to hearing your Gen Z views. Thank you very much, Nan. My name is um, Dusty Balls. My name is Jizz and Jizz and Jizz and Jizz and Jizz. Okay, I'll stop it. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Could you come in faster? <laughs> My name is Evelyn, and I'm very precious about my pussy, and I'm here to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Get him out of here!
Mel, you are replaced. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Shall I just leave now? Please. Get out. Get out. Right now. You and me. So episode four. Let's get into it. Episode Let's four. A live exclamation point. So emphasis on the exclamation point because it's the second title in the Sex and City universe, multi-universe, whatever they call it in Marvel comics, that we've had an exclamation mark in the title and it's for a reason. Imagine. Everybody, there is thought behind this writing process. Do you think so. the exclamation point is like Harry's come sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> exclamation point. Contains strong language and scenes of a sexual nature. <laughs> so opening scene, we have Carrie and... Fred or like his actual name is Bobby I don't actually know right so this name. is a character who should have been binned years ago and they're still shoehorning him in they really are uh, for no good reason is he called Bobby is he called Fran is he called Cedric I can never tell uh, we hate him because he is a bit weird in real life uh, cancelled. so they're having cancelled immediately cancelled um, and I think they shoehorn this lunch with Bobby where, for the reason of just meeting Erin I was wondering why the first one in my notes just says eel. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. kind of forgot what happened. Correct. And now I, remember what I didn't write anything. Correct. I just wrote Enid, the return, very funny, character brought back. Okay. And then, yeah, Bobby has to go for a shit because it's Hollandaise before 12 pm. 12 pm. Yeah. Unacceptable. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Don't Ew. Look around. Oh, in front of me. And also, that's not, not like... HBO. Yeah. HBO. <laughs> and not Max. HBO. HBO. That's be having you. Um, yeah, it's just silly. Stupid character. She should have just been having a coffee by herself. But oh my god, Defo. We are back with Enid, um, Carrie's ex Vogue editor. Slash mentor, apparently. Slash mentor. Um, J'adore. I actually really like this interaction where she's just like, kind of be like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, I've just ignored you since your husband died, and just like that, um, rest in peace. She's so Martha Stewart coded to me. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's yeah, so Martha Stewart. Her, but her character in um, Bride Wars was very Martha Stewart. Oh, well. so do you think she's very good at playing this kind of person? And then also in Miss Congeniality as well. <laughs> See, I'm here to add, like, the not sexy I love yeah. that. Love, 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 we love, need love. that, we yeah. need that, yeah. So, yeah. I love that she's just like, sorry. I mean, literally, one of my notes says, love Bride Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a done. podcast about it. We'll do a po- yeah, we'll do a podcast immediately after this one. Um, so she's like, yeah, yeah, no condolences called. Um, and then she's basically like relating the death of her big death to her career death. She's been fired from um, Vogue. And she this was, is a great She got the golden parachute from Condé Nast, which they say that... Um, Grace Coddington got Grace as well. Grace Coddington, yeah. So they're kind of like compla- like kind of comparing so it to the yeah, yeah. R.I.P. The most yeah. talented person. Love you, Grace. Give Grace. Love you, Grace. If you're listening, Grace, I love you. Give Grace that like folk editor job in the UK, like and immediately. Give me a grace. Honestly, commission. Thank you. Um, yeah. So this is I've, I like I've like love that she's brought back and like she's doing the like the equivalent of the Goop newsletter. Very for Gwyneth. Very oh, chic. Goop Goop. So this is obviously setting us up for the whole episode. We've got two girlies talking and you think it's going quite well. Even though the whole thing about her being like, I'm so sorry I didn't reach out to you, your husband died, but I'm going to do it now. 
Uh, moments ago, she was trying to sneak out the restaurant without talking to Carrie. It's like, what? Iconic what behavior. Yeah, like, fair dues. If we but... all saw Carrie in a fucking brunch situation, we'd all run. Yeah, like, they both just hate each other. I would. I'm too old for this. Yeah. No, I'm a <laughs> also like to say, I'm not actually Gen Z. I'm not that young. <laughs> you are Gen Z. Just before, I get, just before I get, like, swept Canceled. under the rug. You want to be a millennial? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a younger millennial. Yeah, you're on the cusp. Charlotte and LTW are finally getting rid of the kids. What we've been dreaming of all season. Get rid of the kids. Flush the kids out. Get rid of them. Boring. Wear a condom, peeps. Wear a condom. Pull out. Honestly, anal. Up the bum, no babies. (laughs) Abortion rights. Abortion rights, exactly. Um... Yeah, and then like LTW and Herbert like, oh, like our kink is to do work while the kids are away. It's like, oh... Oh my god. But LTW's like son, the older one, is so hot. Like, you can't say that he's 16. I don't care. Like, <laughs> they sexualized a 16 year old last episode. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. That's so true. Yeah, you're Tongue right. Tongue in cheek. D- depending on where you are in the world. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> James Franco would be all work. over this. Oh. <laughs> um, this is also feeding to my theory on top of the Richard Burton theory and just like that narrator Richard Burton that this is an LTW spin-off and then they've just mm. brought in the original girls. This is such an... L- like, LTW is a main she's character. A, she's gorgeous. She's got... Supporting a, actresses. Exactly that. So she's got the best gown. She's the best. She's stunning. She's got the best storyline. They've just written this whole show just for her. And then they've just shoehorned in uh, Carrie, um, yeah, and Charlotte others. and Miranda just for the fun of it. Yeah, bless them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, could, you could go stunning. as far to say as like all of their storylines are like the back. The backstory. Lines. Honestly, yes. yeah. We but want to see LTW no and her ugly husband to see what they're up to. <laughs> like, Tell me you don't know how to make your wife come without telling me. <laughs> then we're like rudely interrupted. Uh, Miranda sleeping on the sofa, and we hear this like sobbing sound we heard from season one, which we all assume Brady's pounding his bonking girlfriend. Brady. Obviously, bunking Brady's last season because his girlfriend's broke up with him, and this is the probably like Steve's. We need. Like, Steve looks fucking so So, did we gag when we saw Steve? Because I thought it would be, like, Brady, like, doing some weird sex act. Yeah. Sorry, my mind's in the gutter. But were we all surprised that it was Steve? This was, like, Steve's redemption arc. Like, thank fuck that Steve actually got... I came. Oh, my God, me too. (laughs) So I I listened to the Writer's Room podcast this week, and they were like... They were really snarky about it, which I find quite interesting. They're like, we were so sick of people saying that they found Steve pathetic last season and everyone's complained about Steve being pathetic. It's like, you wrote Steve as pathetic. <laughs> and it was such a bad storyline. It's like, and we just really wanted to give Steve like a powerful moment, everyone to love Steve again. It's like, this is a TV show that you've written. We, as an audience, are not, like, making Steve up. Oh like, we're God, watching yeah. a TV show. And they were just so smug, like, all oh, the Team Steve people, uh, they'll be so pleased Bizarre. that Steve's, just like, all hedged and Steve. stuff. Yeah, let us be Team Steve. We you're are not, Team Steve. You're not proving a point that Steve's got a fucking box seat. Was it, like, a punching bag punching, up on a, a door frame? Punching, like, thingy, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, you're punching me. Honestly, yeah. so silly. They were just so, like, snarky about it, and I found that quite funny, because it's like, you made him... Really, but they, like they mentioned the hearing thing as well, which I kind of forgot from last season. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Miranda, like you can't hear you. Miranda, <laughs> Miranda. What? And it was just like this is all you're making. This is all I'm making, yeah. So silly, silly, silly. Thank you for being Charlotte, Steve. Yes, <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> gowns. Oh my gosh, he looks <laughs> in. He looks so good. Beautiful We're rudely <laughs> interrupted by. Luckily, we didn't have Tay in the first like. 15 minutes of the episode but we oh have gosh. one photo of Che and it instantly makes me want to like 
trash and non-binary ah, immediately. Ah. <laughs> Honestly, like <laughs> Luke texts me like it's like it's been fifteen minutes and Jay's on the episode. I was like, fuck's sake. And I when I watched it, I was like surprised it was just a photo that offended mm. you so much. This felt <laughs> I like... thought it would be like a scene, but you like fifteen minutes in. I was waiting for the fifteen minutes. It's like this horrible photo of Chain, like this um hideous, hideous cowboy heart. Houston, <laughs> please stay there, like Please be like, um... I did have like a moment of, are they going to stay there? Yeah. Are they going to stay in Houston? Please be hate crime in Houston and die. Please just say that. Okay, no, see, now I did not say that. I, not say they I am saying it, crime. a record. Hate crime in Houston. Like, maybe, maybe just find like a That's nice... That's like new album. <laughs> <laughs> Silly, silly Billy Awards. I'm always trying to come up with like a non-binary renaissance pun. Oh, we'll come soon. Elka, Elka. Yeah, Elka, like Carrie's come. Carrie's dressed as a pirate. Yeah, we're with Seema and Carrie. Like, Carrie's wearing hats. Carrie never wore hats, but Carrie, and then just like that, wears hats. So, pick what you wear. Sarah Jessica loves the hat. So how like Miranda, like uh, Cynthia Nixon has kind of shoehorned her personality onto Miranda. I think like SJP has shoehorned the style onto Carrie. Oh my god, hundred percent, definitely. Um, then I'm all about it. I love a chain smoking diva. Yeah, but maybe not Sarah Jessica Parker. No, are they? is an icon. Seema's earring is amazing as well. Awfully written Seema. Um, then Carrie's basically explaining to like Seema that about the Goop Jupes newsletter that she wants to be featured on. Um, I like, and then I like this section where like Seema's like, oh, you need to like see it as like a negotiating tactic. Like you need to like get on this newsletter. Like she's relating to her like a real estate agent like life. I was like, oh, that was cute. That was cute. Like Seema is Seema. Seema needs to be the main role, not LTW. Yeah, I didn't know. I disagree. But Seema's writer got sacked from the last episode, and they've upgraded because she did a really good uh, little thing about being sophomores when everyone else is seniors. So it's very different leagues, and I think Seema did a really nice little thing of bouncing off Carrie. Nice very of, much like, a Samantha vibe. Nuanced ageism. Mm. Yeah. So this is really funny because <laughs> I was like, they, this episode is reeking of ageism. Oh, so ages. Which I'm. All about as somebody who is deeply entrenched, <laughs> a Gen in Z, like, supposedly Gen Z. I, I, I've been I've been twenty five for three years. <laughs> oh, that's a question we'll ask in a bit. I want to ask you both what age you think you are, but we'll come to that when it comes to the show. No, let's ask, let's, let's, do it, it, let's do it now. Let's do it now. So, uh, go on, Evelyn. What age are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. I've Why would you say that? <laughs> I think I fucking end it. Yeah, you I have. think so. Twenty-two, two swimming ducks, as they say in bingo. I think it's what they say in bingo. I think I well, would now say you've shown your age. Yeah, I think my mental age is probably like thirty-five, and like <laughs> it'll never change. You're, you're no, stop lying. A thirty-five-year-old at the weekend, I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Take of that what you will. Oh my god. I not have guessed that. Uh, I'm going to say 23 because I had a mental breakdown when I turned 23 and I don't think I ever recovered. Oh yeah, I don't think you will. So right. I Financially, yeah, and mentally. And I've got the Asian don't raise and vibe, which I hate that phrase, oh, yeah. but I, I don't think I've aged since 23. Oh yeah, you don't need to. Yeah. Asian I'm is trash. like cottage cheese. <laughs> I'm mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm red wine. <laughs> I, I never took them for bamboo stara girlies. 
I would have thought they'd drink coffee there. I did listen to a podcast and they said that it was a bit CGI, this section. It just did not seem <laughs> They do very love the CGI. Up, yeah. They're really just avoiding just, the paps. They're just they? in a costa. <laughs> 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 they're not a lengi. Oh my god. This is very Otto Lengi vibes, mm. actually, yeah. Charlotte and Harriet, fucking um, Richard Burton, rudely. <laughs> Paul Richard Burton. I am me. Richard Burton. ALGT. If we know anything from the first season, I was hoping we'd see Harry's cock again. Mm, that very real one. cock that wasn't at all fake. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah, Harry's given the, the 4th of July firework display on Charlotte's test. To much to Charlotte's disappointment. Um, no. No, mayonnaise comes out. <laughs> I was convinced at first that they were trying to pass that off like it had happened, mm. but she, Kristen would not have that in her contract. Yeah, because yeah. yes. I... Kristen shall not become done. <laughs> I was thinking like this, like if they did that, there would be a reference to girls, because like, do you remember in like season one of Girls, like um, Adam like comes on uh, Hannah, and they're like, oh my God, like, this is the first time we've seen people like actually like come on somebody. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to like reference girls? And be like, Oh, no. Dusty balls. Dusty <laughs> balls. No come. No come. So this is what I learned from the podcast, uh, the writer's room one, is that, that they've had this storyline on the storyboard for decades. Dusty they wanted balls. to write into Sex and the City. And they called it, was it Casper the Friendly Ghost? Like they, they Casper had the like, Friendly Cum. Casper the Friendly Cum, which is really interesting. Which is a very clever name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bombastic side eye is in the room with us right now. <laughs> uh, right, I, forgot, so. I forgot this isn't a visual yeah, situation. She's oh, I giving did, the visual. I, I had hair and makeup for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's not used Twitter for 10 years so She's a very visual person <laughs> We have to tell her constantly It's a podcast, it's a podcast We just care about our personalities, not our looks No me speak Shut up and look pretty Okay Yes, they had it And when I listened to the podcast I was so proud of this storyline Like Phantom Come And it's also from like For example, like the was it the Funky Spunk? Yeah, from yeah, the guy with the funky the, spunk. The guy with the funky spunk. So they've uh, made a new creature now, which is a ghost comer, a dusty comer, Casper come. Um, and they were like, "We need to bring it in." It was such a good. It was such a good story. We were so desperate to bring it in. It's like, what was it? Like, such a good no, story that we were desperate no. to bring it in. I mean, it's um, stuck in my brain. Yeah, it did. Harry, it's memorable. Do you want to come on my tits? <laughs> yeah, I did <laughs> once when I was like, I think I was like maybe like the first few times I started wanking like the first day I'd wanked I wanked so many times and then once I like just like nothing came out and I was like <laughs> I broke it I was like oh it's just like that I'm uh just dusty balls I'm cast with a ghost cast with the mayo um, um Hellman's Mayonnaise please sponsor our podcast to be fair this I'm not look- gonna speak about the my first time <laughs> just, just now <laughs> um low good- fat low fat mm. mayonnaise <laughs> ranch uh, it does lead on to a really interesting scene, though. So we've got um, Carrie, yeah, Anthony, Miranda and Charlotte at brunch, where they should rightly say be, uh, discussing the issue at hand. Yeah, the mayonnaise. And, like, this was, like, when um, Anthony's, like, oh, pass me, like, get me the mayonnaise. And, like, this was an obvious reference to Sex and City when they're in L.A. And then um, Carrie's, like, cancel my rice pudding. <laughs> but, yeah. like, it's just not in a good way. And when they're, like, oh, we should have all known, like, because you don't like mayonnaise and like you you like like Miranda's like I've not had straight sex in ages and it's like so let's dissect that a little bit so what they do is yeah so this is really interesting the Miranda thing did you mention you want to say stuff about the Miranda thing no oh mine is more over Carrie okay 
cool. Just, 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 just. Why, yeah. And then also, why they call it just, just call it cum? We'll get to it. So first, Miranda, the Miranda okay, slur. My whole, okay, I said, oh, well, do, they, do they say jizz in America? Do Americans say jizz? So my issue with that was like, they used to say spunk loads back yeah. in the day. So I was like, Funky what is the gen? Yeah, like spunk, kind of like cum. Cum and spunk was more the thing. Man jizz is just so not them. So when Carrie like falters and says jizz, 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 I was like, that is just not the phrase that they'd use. Yeah, not at all. What were your thoughts on it, Evelyn? My whole thing is when she goes off into her tangent about just, just, oh, just. I've never, I've never even really thought about it before, and I'm like, I find that hard to believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then I okay, but I'm also not talking from like a cis heterosexual yeah. female perspective. Mm-hmm. Male. Jizz is a massive thing because that makes you pregnant. Like, it's the thing you think about most, which is so silly. Because, like, mm-hmm. as a woman, like, you either do the pull-up method and someone comes on you and that's, like, a big thing because it's a bit dirty and it's yeah, more maybe, yeah, like, yeah. how Charlotte says, like, kind of sexy, like, it's fireworks. Visual. It's visual. Or you have, like, protection or you've got the court, something along those lines of protection. Um, but the thing you think about more when you have sex as a yeah, of is like, yeah, like a heterosexual woman is like jizz. So it's really weird that they're having this conversation as if it's like a non, a, yeah, 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 like a platter, a platter, yeah, a it's side really silly. mayonnaise. Yeah. Like I, rem- I remember having a conversation with a heterosexual cisgender woman Ugh. at one point, and this was before I I'm transitioned. So, sorry. so I was, I was still a little gay boy, and. She was trying. She was trying to understand why gay men enjoyed having unprotected come. sex or having True. somebody. Breed. Sorry if this is a bit too much. For oh no, go in, go in, girl. Let's get like, started. Like having a guy come inside you. Yeah. When it's like, there's no like. There's no purpose in terms of like procreation. True. And I'm like, Have a okay, but it's also like, but every time a guy comes in you, that you're like on birth control that you're not gonna get pregnant are you just saying there's like that that's not something that mm. you find hot or exciting yeah. i'm talking yeah. as somebody who's like my background is in the gay world so i i said with a bi guy once and then i would we were like having sex and he was like oh like he was like do you want me to come in you i was like oh, i'm not really that bothered and he was like telling me like girls will like sometimes like breed me breed me and i was like Oh my god! god. Cultural appropriation! This one will say, breed me, and I was like... That's a a gay thing. I'm never sleeping with a bi man ever again in my life. I think it's new, like, sorry to be such an intellectual, I'm so (laughs) (laughs) anti-sex. Just, like, nuances of what makes you want to finish, and you'll just say stuff, even though you probably don't believe... Whatever just makes you cut a lot, whatever makes you, like, orgasm. Because you can believe it right up until it happens, and then you're like, okay, I abort, 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 Yeah, like, post-nut clarity is such a big thing, and I think everyone just like... Before and it's just a thing. We're all gonna have a quick lunch now. So yeah. <laughs> right, pause the pod. Pause yeah. This episode is brought to you by Hellman's mayonnaise. Jane, time out. Get Jane. the wand. Get the wand. Um. So yeah, very odd situation. This and also, also, as a sex writer, the the yeah. first thing is like Carrie's a sex writer, this, a relationship writer. Sorry. This also references in Sex and Seek as well because Carrie also talks about calm as well, and she also says something fairly similar where she's just like, oh, like yeah, like I'll give it take out. I'm not that like. I'm, I'm not really that bothered about calm. 
I'm a germaphobe and I never want kids, so come isn't really scary to me. And so. it's the most understandable. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, I think it's just it's like... It's very unpredictable as well. Yeah. You oh. never know what's coming. And you can tell by their hat, <laughs> if they're doing well. And just like, come. And like, you know, when like, Courtney uh, Kardashian, bless her, uh, when she started eating pineapple for her oh, like, uh, yeah, cut, like discharge to smell quite nice. With men, you can kind of tell if they've been healthy or a bit funky. So well, it's Pride Month. <laughs> eat, your, eat your pineapple. Eat your pineapple, pineapple girlies. So you should offer after eight pm in any supermarket. They're reduced. So yes. there's, oh, top there's no excuse. Yeah. Oh, and read the, the funky it. taste and spunk guy. Um, Samantha tried to make him eat pineapples as well. <laughs> oh, and just like that. And Bring Samantha back, please. Also, with this scene as well, like the funniest scene for me in Sex and City is like when uh, Charlotte's gagging to sleep with this fella and he turns out to be the pee guy. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard back to that. Only oh, you're talking about the pussy guy. Mr. Pussy. Yeah, Golden Showers guy. No, that was Carrie. Oh, was it Carrie? Was oh, okay, Carrie, maybe yeah. that was that. Okay, apologise. Um, yeah, gosh. Um, can we just go back, sorry, Swifties, go back to Miranda as well? Because they do a bit of like a thing with her where she's like, I don't care about her. And then they're like, oh, we, we should have known that you were a lesbian. It's like, Something sex about is so this. complex. But that... also it's like, also, okay, here's my thing is they're insinuating that she's a lesbian. But if we're talking technically. By erasure. She's... She's with a non-binary partner. Mm. So true. So does yeah. that technically make her a lesbian just because she's mm-hmm. interacting with supposedly a vagina? Mm-hmm. True, true. Listen, I'm just here to be on my soapbox. Would she be pansexual? Perhaps. If she's pansexual, like, she wouldn't take Jay. <laughs> <laughs> she's just got low standards. <laughs> she's just got low, she's got it's, low self-esteem. It screams, like, the first non this het man I to approach so, her yeah. is like yeah. that's the one because mm-hmm. exactly. it's like I, I, I've not been feeling fulfilled with this relationship for however many exactly. decades yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden there's something new and they're fingering me in Carrie's kitchen exactly, and yeah. it's like you're the one Mm. It's like yeah. you need to you need to play the field a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And we'll come back to that later when the whole scene happens in here. Yeah. And then hopefully Hunting we won't. Nerds. And then hopefully Che will be written out by season three. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, if there is a season three, yeah. fucking hell. I was hoping next episode, but apparently we're clinging on for dear life. Clinging on to dear life. They need to pay these HBO girlies. It's so funny. So. Well, currently on the screen as an ad break, so we can talk about this. But um, with the backlash that Che got, it's so funny that they like they got a second go. Usually, like like with testing a character, like oh that character is just not successful at all. We'll get rid. With they Che, really they're like really persevering with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arguably, I'm less invested. But would you say that they've improved Che's character? Since season one? Yeah, so I'm going to say something quite controversial, but I've yeah. enjoyed that they've added a bit more than just being like the person who turned yeah. Miranda. Uh, che Pass is a bit cringe. Tony Danza, we stand in the Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Hold me closer. Uh, don't know who the fuck that person is, but we stand. Um, yeah, he's only famous in the US. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I really don't like what they did to Miranda, mm. to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. Especially like this episode, like, it, yeah, it feels a bit me too with Che, but we'll get into that. It's definitely like, if Che existed and didn't affect Miranda as much, I don't think they'd have the backlash. That oh yeah, had. totally, totally. Mm. So. 
Um, I actually didn't write anything for this scene. LTW and Herbert like just having drinkies. So I, I'll just say something quick about this. They're having a nightcap supposedly with an espresso martini, which is very controversial because who the job. fuck drinks coffee after three p.m. Oh my god, she's got that age. Gonna, they're just gonna shit themselves and not fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's gonna, gonna get pregnant. Be awake. She's gonna get pregnant again because she can't do anal tonight. Yeah. She just had that espresso <laughs> martini. Speak for yourself. Sometimes <laughs> it clears everything out. <laughs> and it's the most watery espresso martini anyway. LTW was shaking that glass around like no one's business uh, and there's, it's obviously think, just a plot point that they're setting up do you think for. LTW the actress is like looking at her husband on the TV and like oh my god I can't believe they've actually put me with this man <laughs> like I'm so beautiful she's ethereal she's gorgeous she is fucking sensationally she is. beautiful I think it was more oh, who laminated his eyebrows like that <laughs> 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 who laminated I've, his hair like that I found his eyebrows so distracting during this scene yeah so true so true he's definitely on the filler train bless him um, but yeah it's really interesting thing that it's just I like I, I, it just this scene made me think that they said LTW spin off not a, this is such a yeah oh, LTW that, okay so I I had made little notes watching this and I made no notes for that scene whatsoever yeah so my well. notes go I always thought it was the Samantha maybe I'm a Charlotte parentheses comes up <laughs> and then the next note is Ew, that's not what bladders are for. Come is for mouths, asses, and tits slash bellies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Charlotte and Harry are like in the doctor's office, and then like something about the pee, the cum is going in the wrong hole. It went into the bladder. In the bladder, yeah. Imagine that's not, where, that's not what cum is for. Do you think? Do you think Harry's gonna get pregnant? Like, but will Harry that pee that cum out? Sorry, yeah, I'm the just, hole, like, I ask me anything about anything in science. I'll answer I didn't know this is a thing. I mean, I think if you were to test any male's urine at any point, especially after they've recently ejaculated, mm. there's probably some. Oh yeah, yeah. Some, like, you know how like a chicken like shits and pisses and gets fucked all out of the same hole, like <laughs> same. a quaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same with a man. I had a phobia growing they up of going to the toilet after a man because there would be sperm in their pee, so I was scared of getting pregnant. That is how you get pregnant. Seen. That's yeah. actually yeah. the leading that, cause of pregnancy. Yeah, that's sometimes, you, sometimes you wee after you've come though, and it just it like froths a little bit more, and you're like, this smells a lot better. Prody, yeah. Then we're with Harry and Charlotte doing the Kegels. Um, after, yeah. Um, Charlotte fingers Harry. Slurp that sperm from the pelvic floor. Harry slurping cum. Bless. Um, also, like, Charlotte from Sex and City, so Charlotte didn't know what Kegels were until Samantha taught her what Kegels were. And, like, everything just references Samantha, like, the mm. cum and thing. They are like, nothing without her. Then, like, that scene would have been way more entertaining if Samantha was there. Like, those actresses aren't able to, like, play off that cummy like, things as well as Samantha. Like, Kim Cattrall was perfect for talking about, like, cum, Charlie's Ward, um, funky taste and spunk, like, these actresses can't do it. They're, like, so they're so they uncomfortable. The right, they don't have the right cadence. No, not I at all. I do think that Christian's, uh, Kristen Davis is doing a good job, though. Like, out of she's three that, remaining yeah. girlies, I think they she's, she's been given. Yeah. yeah, I think... Compared to Miranda, who they've just completely worn down, and Carrie, who never was that girl, oh, uh, like she does it. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's working. She's getting that million pound episode paycheck. Yeah. Also, not Harry's angle. 
No. <laughs> I don't think any I don't think any angle is Harry's in the bar. I'm was, a Harry stud, let him live. No, I, I was, no. I was, I was you need to get us at I was watching this from um I was watching this last night and my friend just like popped in. Probably never seen an episode of Sex and the City before oh, in no. his life. And as we were watching it, he just turned around and was like, It's not really his angle, is it? And I was like, I don't think many Oh, no. To be fair, I don't think many men have like, any angles. No, no, you date men because their they're personality not obsessed in their with keeping up appearances. Yeah. Exactly, mm. exactly. You know, like you're allowed to shit on them. You know, like when you see like the fittest person, like the girl you know, like the fittest women that you know, like me. and then like yeah, exactly, exactly. like you. Like if you like ever posted your man on Instagram, I I'm sure that he'll be a solid three. Yeah, yeah they are absolutely. never ever 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 that thin. And this is an audio only podcast, yeah. so I am literally <laughs> the most gorgeous person you've ever seen. Thank you. I will literally, if you want a spin off, I could do an hour, no, maybe two hours, maybe nine hour podcast about, about all my face. friends. No, your face <laughs> no, and also all of my friends me. who are dating really underwhelming, all the straight women in my life who are dating yeah, underwhelming men. I could crazy. go for days about it. It's just a crime. So we're with Miranda, Steve, and Brady, the, the, the family, family therapy. therapy. Um, Brady's over his girlfriend and he wants to talk about the marriage. This is like the marriage story part two. Um, Miranda looks chic as fuck. Steve is always in the jeans and the shirt and the white t-shirt. Um, then like so Brady, oh, yeah, man. Steve is so so hot. Like, how did he produce fucking Brady? Like, that's yeah. Miranda's fault. I'm so sorry. So Miranda's fault. Everything is Miranda's fault. To be fair, Miranda like loves to like just Brady's of age, correct? Brady's yeah, Brady's of age. He's yeah. not bad looking. Mm, I, I think Brady and the therapist This proves have, my point okay. She's going to post a photo of a three On her Instagram I have, I like have low standards But it's also like I like to think of it as like Open opportunity You're better than this Evelyn. You're better than You're this You're far too good for you that You never know what's happening I think like Brady and the, the therapist Could be a thing like, Yeah so the it's therapist... a Gen Z therapist Okay so here was my <laughs> thing Am I wrong in saying She looks too young to be mm-hmm. yeah. providing therapy for like a grown family. Like she looks this. like she's watched like five hundred days of summer and was like, <laughs> okay, this is my personality now. She like, exists in Shoreditch. She only. yeah, and like if a therapist has that bangs that short, you know she's like going through a rough time. Yes. But at Thank the same you. time, very weird that they cast this person as therapist. But they I'm sick of seeing the old white like weird. Old man as Shopping. the therapist. Someone with fashionable um, bangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also glad it's not somebody who's not American, like some weird, like Polish Russian, like therapist. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my gorgeous bangs. I just that bitch I, I, I'll I leave her one star of you. <laughs> and then Steve says he's gonna find a place close to Scout. First reference to Scout, and then just like that. No, they did reference it with the pandemic. But we oh, were too depressed to care. Yeah. Oh, but like, and then, but then, if scouts can be referenced, Aiden should have been referenced. Aiden's the silence partner. Like, Aiden oh, should have yeah, been like throughout. Like, it's yeah. And then, so Steve's gonna move somewhere near scout. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, and just circling also, back as as a super fan of the pod. <laughs> that, um, as, I'm so sorry. As the one of your five listeners. Two hundred. Two of us being us. The the first season was depressing you were correct yeah so yeah depressing. Was so depressing, yeah um yeah then um brady announces he's not gonna go to um college but then miranda like flips and like but like brady never said he was never 
ever going to go to college. She was like, I'm just yeah, going to do this. Yeah, fuck college. You'll be underwater in 40 years. Honestly, yes, that will be underwater, babe. I'm a pro-apprenticeship person. I paid £400 yeah. pounds for a plumber the other day. These people who are doing God's work are getting paid more than you who go oh to university. For you have a degree. piece of paper that means literally nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing Sorry, I'm still paying it off. I'm shoehorning my degree into my job for no good reason yeah. because I'm so in debt from it. So do not go to uni, folks. Watch. Yeah. I'm just like that. My degree, like, has, my degree, like, uh, YO is, like, doubled since I left, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> 60k. <laughs> if there's any kids listening, arts degrees are a waste of fucking time, don't bother. And also, um, send us money. Yes, please. <laughs> PayPal. My PayPal is... <laughs> and we, oh, and just like that, we became PayPal. <laughs> um, also, question... So, obviously, when Brady was growing up, there would have been a spare room for Magda. So, why does, exactly. why does Miranda not stay in that spare room? Why? Like, how can they have a fucking Brooklyn house and not have more than two yeah, bedrooms? a whole ass brownstone. Like, so in crazy. Girls, for example, one of the best TV shows ever created on Earth. We will do a podcast. We will do a podcast on it. Honestly, no, I've never seen it. This is probably the this is your blind spot. Die. You're such a Gen Z. You're so Gen Z. Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. So she's got a whole lot of Brooklyn brownstone, which I know for a fact is three bedroom minimum, and you can convert the living room into something. Uh, She can see that, but I understand that it's for the plot. So this is I'm going to do a running series now in this podcast about stuff that just fucking set up for the plot, which does not make any real sense. But the plot is basically like the whole show. Like nothing makes any sense. Uh, then we're back to the and just like that writers fucking love doing a lift scene (laughs) and then like this writing when when Miranda we went from like oh I have nothing to say and then she's in the lift she's like I have so much to say and like this writing is fucking lazy like this is so lazy like she's gonna come up with like a quicker like sharper like thing so in the in the writers podcast the nerds here uh, they were like oh we did something really clever it's called like a sharp bang or something like that so like their last sentence that she said in the last scene with the therapist contradicts the first sentence she says she, she says in the lift with Carrie oh so it's wow like, wow so oh my god it's I the first never time thought we've done that. that it was so thing I was like so when I was listening to this podcast I was like well all of the the editing is so shocking on this program it's like so da, 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 da. surely all of your scenes are just so haphazard and just like oh cut god. together so Definitely. quickly so when you do something relatively clever in terms of like writing you it would have more impact but because your editing is so haphazard it just doesn't have that impact and like the best thing about sex and city like one well, not the best thing they had like the best like transition so like yeah it'd be like transitions. like yeah transitions Trend. exactly so like um like like carrie would like open up like close the windows and then open them and it'd be like into a new scene and like and just like that like there's no like ten burns of fags yeah <laughs> there's no like the visuals aren't matching up to what sex and the city is and like they're trying to reference sex and the city by having these like like ones like sayings they'll have like i have so much to say but like these sayings work in a voiceover like carrie would say that like it doesn't work in dialogue the mm-hmm. dialogue doesn't work without the voiceover yeah and that's why Richard Burton is the silent narrator. I love Richard Burton. Mm, we we, we stand Richard Burton. Um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, whatever. Then. And also, this is the first scene with uh, Sergius Parker and Cynthia Nixon together, yeah. despite the phone calls, which are very arduous. Uh, then Lyle answers the door, who is Chase's husband. And then, mysteriously, like from the trailer, we all thought this was going to be Carrie's new boo. But yeah. obviously not. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, the teaser is yeah. very confusing. Um, whatever. Lyle answers George Carrie Miranda. Um, 
And then Che, I like, then Che and Miranda like go to like hug each other. And I feel like they don't have a great chemistry. <laughs> like this yeah. bit when they like go up. Shock. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can only ask so much. Poor Cynthia Nixon is not being paid enough, um, <laughs> whatever she's been paying. Um, and then, like, Lyle and Carrie are, like, ugly stood there. Um, Che's like, oh, hi, hi. And also they make a big thing of this in Hudson Yard's uh, apartment. Why are they buying and also an has, Ikea furniture? Has Che ended? And then when, like, Che says, I'm going to sublet my flat for more than it's than what I pay. And I'm like, you are part of the fucking problem. This is why we don't like you, Che Exactly. So, did they buy this flat? I'm so confused because I was so just like confused. No idea what's about... going on. So, they're back from LA. That's Apparently, like yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that's all, that's get... all they wrote. Exactly. So <laughs> then, why did they get Steve to move out and move near Scout if they could just move in with no Jay? Idea. Oh, fuck this shit. Podcast ended. Fuck this shit. Nonsense. I will say, am I basic? He's hot. Oh yeah, yeah, he's so he's hot. hot. He's Kate Winslet's like brother. What? Yeah. yeah. No, Kate Hudson. Oh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. <laughs> so Goldie, Goldie Horn's son. Yes, yes. Death Becomes Her is my favourite movie of all time. Yeah. Made me trans. This film would, this TV and show would be, this TV show would be so much better if it just like took the Death Becomes Her like plot oh, line. Like, oh my god, it'd be chic as fuck. Um, Carrie and. I'm gonna start a petition. And then Carrie and Lyle just like chat in and then Lyle's talking about all of his rings um, and then he was a hairdresser but also Very he's a hair sexual. so Lyle was a hairdresser but also is a mixologist for Soho House plot lines oh, hello <laughs> god deal. Oh, I hate that oh, wait. and then Che like Che's laugh like like Sarah Sarah Ramirez's laugh she's like <laughs> and it just reminds me of Bailey Jail's Bailey Jail Mills laugh when she's got like the breastplate and she's like oh <laughs> like me and Peter were watching last night and we're both like oh <laughs> I'm like you're such a bad actor like I like and like I'm sorry, but like, why are you like snogging and basically like, having sex while your friends they in the can't, room? They can't help but fuck in front of Carrie. They yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Che wants to fuck Carrie as Maybe yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. way that Che can finish. That would make sense. I'm Is so by finger blasting Miranda <laughs> yeah. in front of Carrie. In front of Carrie. Yeah. Under the table, Within but the she shop. they didn't build it yet. That puts like a, a different spin on Che Passa. <laughs> che Passa. Listen, listen, we're foreshadowing now, but I get interested in a little bit. Um, so LTW is having a like her on a wedding anniversary with Herba. Sorry, but like, just straight people have wedding anniversaries and when they invite Yeah, like, they do, Luke, because what I've got fuck? a wish for all of my siblings. Happy anniversary twice per year, and my parents. Granted, twice. they've been married for thirty six years because they're both Indian and. Uh, living in the UK, so you've got to wish them their white anniversary and their Indian anniversary. Which so is your favourite one? <laughs> None Don't of them. The divorce day. Don't say the white anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to give me more money, neither, so none of them. Um, no one is arriving to this um, lovely anniversary thingy. LTW is the main character of this episode. Like. Oh, she's gorgeous. I love looking at her. I will say during the interaction between Charlotte and um, Mr. What's Andrews this? from the Titanic. Mark Kasabian. Um, yeah, Mr. Andrews from the Titanic. The friend Mark said, my friend said, um, Charlotte sounds old. Yeah. To More be ageism, see? Tying it all back in. Interesting. Yeah. Alive! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> a, a question mark. And Single and fabulous <laughs> question mark. We, we discussed, and I think it's because it's like, it almost sounds like she's talking out of the side of her mouth. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Those fellas dissolved too well. <laughs> they dissolved her personality as well. 
Um, no one has arrived to this, like, um, anniversary. Um, but, like, interestingly, like, so Sex in the City, like, we never, ever, 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 ever met anybody's parents. Like, that was, like, integral to the story because, like, everyone related it because I think gay men related to Sex and the City so much because, like, we never met the parents and, like, gay, like, gay people would relate. You just don't acknowledge. Yeah, like, people have such a fraught relationship with your parents, so, like, Sex and the City was, like, so innovative where they never introduced people. And just like that, it's such a different show. We are meeting um, LTW's dad and um, Herbert's mom, and, like, this is such a different show. But you say that, but they've only brought parents in for the people of colour, so, like, they haven't still brought parents mm. in for, like, the white characters or the legacy characters. Yeah. They've only brought them in for LTW's, LTW and her husband. And it's obviously to make commentary um, on race. And it's a commentary of race. And yeah. it's obviously, like, one of them being uh, from the arts, so LTW's yeah. dad being from the arts and being very, like, pro-like, the arts have been quite liberal and, like, quite leftist versus uh, her husband's mum, who's very, very from the deep south. They're, like, assimilating to, like, fitting and being very kind of like not right well we're not gonna put her like that kind of like in her mouth but yeah yeah kind yeah, of yeah. Being, it's, it's different bringing spectrum. in another um generational perspective exactly, yeah. yeah and it, it, it's it just context. Context. Yeah. It does work well it, it yeah. works really really like, well what, what would be added by bringing in any of the core group's yeah. parents the only time they brought anybody's parents in was when miranda's mom had died yeah um and when they referenced and it's really weird because like i feel like it's a big thing that like with psychology and like going to yeah. the first thing you get asked when you go to a therapist is what was your relationship with your parents I'm like so for like so a show like sex in the sea maybe it should and be like more integral yeah like your relationship with the male members in your family like Definitely. it's a big thing so like maybe it should have been mentioned more and why isn't it being mentioned more like if they're yeah. going to write in these characters for the people of color in the uh, show which is I think they've allocated different writers to different characters now which is more evident yeah maybe you should flesh out those characters because it would do yeah. a service for the story so like... versus Miranda being really random yeah. like they'd like I'd be so intrigued to know what Charlotte's parents are like yeah like, exactly that like I'm really intrigued as well because imagine Charlotte's parents meeting like LDW's mom or something they must be like so tightly wound though imagine well, that yeah was yeah yeah because Charlotte was a model for Ralph Lauren in the like shop like, yeah, I mean, we saw it with a bunny, and when Charlotte was married to Trey, mm. and that was really like that was such an iconic storyline. Like everyone always went like references bunny, yeah, and like generational trauma, like, generational wealth, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're bringing it back, but they could do it with other characters. And LTW's um, dad is um, Billy D. Williams, who's like a probably one of the most like like probably one of the earliest like black male actors in like mainstream TV, he was on Star Wars, um, he started on Broadway, Did he was he play Batman. Darth Vader? Was he? Oh, um, yeah. He had a mask on, Let me fact check. Hold on. I think, yeah, because when I saw him, I was like, it's Darth Vader. That's oh, that's cute. What was the name He's again? so hot as well. He's like, he looks so good. He's mm-hmm. like 85. So I'm going to say this. So the theme of this episode is ageism, but everyone is so beautiful, mm. gorgeous, stunning, like, but then I also don't understand this part where like Harry's forced to sit with. Um... I think Harry's the comedic scapegoat. They yeah, need someone a bit yeah. funny, and Harry like fulfills that quota. And they also need to progress. So what I've learned from doing this podcast and critiquing and just like that is like, oh, there's a severe plot point, but we'll let it slide because it's moving the story along. Oh, it's absolutely, you just have to forget about. Yeah, there's so many holes. Yeah. Sorry, to correct you on your own podcast. Oh no, please do, hon. I love being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
then we're with um, back to the fucking halls of back to Chade Yaz's. My one um, question: Are they gonna fuck? Okay, so right, yeah, let's. We're with Carrie, Miranda, Lyle, and Che. Um, they're all like drinking out the red cups. Like Che's turned. Lyle's pretty pissed. Miranda's drunk. Carrie's <laughs> Carrie's pretty sober. Like Sarah Jessica Parker's like, I don't want to be seen drunk in this. Series. Yeah. So Evelyn, She's what would you? Yeah. Interest. What would you say? Yeah. What was your view on this? I didn't understand why Carrie was there. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I understand her and Che work together, but it's like, why would... And if I'm missing something, please say, but why was she coming with Miranda to this? Was it purely just because her and Che work together? Is that the connection? It's very weird. And then also when, like, Lyle says, oh, no, Che says we were poly pioneers, and then... And then Miranda's like, oh, red I flag. Just, yeah. They want to fuck you all. Oh my God. At the and same then time. Miranda's like, I was cutting up carrots for Brady. And it's like, and then he was like, oh, it's it like, was. Ew, don't yeah. bring your old into this. Be hot <laughs> and fun and young and sexy. Yeah, be Miranda. Um, and he was like, Flash oh. It wasn't some pervy straight guy thing. Like, Che pushed it. Chase. And then, like, Che is pushing it right now. Che is pushing them to have this threesome that Miranda does not want to be part of. Which obviously we get to, and then um, uh, Lyle's talking about the first peg in, um, and then Carrie's like, you "Okay, really? I don't remember this." Yeah, so Lyle says, um, uh, "Because Janine, I wrote down about like if if they get the strap out, I'm interested." So <laughs> no, Lyle was saying like the first time he was pegged with was with the, with their friend Janine, and then um, I was like, "Is Miranda gonna peg Lyle?" Like, can we go back and watch that because I missed that scene completely. You're just gonna have to trust me. I will find. So in the right, on the right stone podcast, they did say they wanted uh, Cynthia, Nix, I mean Miranda, to do that, and then they just decided against it. Oh, uh, and then they should have got that weird like crap which we'll come to in a bit but I'm all for seeing which is really hurt. interesting because if you're going to go in you should go for go, it like, well, like, yeah, what you're saying deep. is what you wanted and I, I probably I agree with you like they bring in this um, whole idea of oh this threesome could happen and it's like I don't want it to be well yeah but well, you know, Carrie was never going to be um, yeah. but then also when Carrie like decides to immediately leave and it's like Carrie you oh, have so another boring. book to release Carrie, this is great yeah. content for you. Carrie, don't leave the scene. Be part of the Gen Z and have a foursome. This is literally your, like, this is your, um, oh, what's the word? See, now there's going to be Renaissance. Okay, no, this is like ADHD <laughs> brain coming in. This is, this is like your purpose in life. Exactly. You have to have experiences so you can write it, sell mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. continue to live, even Honestly. though you don't fucking need to. That's what you're, she like, inherited the millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're back with uh, what, like, wedding anniversary dinner where nobody's turned up because the invitation wasn't sent. And Harry thinks that he's he's already paid his dues. Harry's he paid his dues. And then like like when um, Herbert's mum's like, the air conditioning's better over here. And it's like, guys, why just move to the other side of the table? Like, yeah. <laughs> but also like, this is the first time why I actually really didn't like Herbert's mum. I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like you're annoying. Cunt. Like, <laughs> so this is apparently that they didn't think the table would be this long, which is really funny because I think it added to the comedic effect how long this table was. I think it would add a comedic effect if the show was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do kind of live for her just being like sat by herself at the end of the table because it's like I do the fucking same thing. She's she so can mean. say it's because yeah. she could say it's because of the air conditioning. It's like, no, I wanted the other foot of the table. Yeah. And then um LTW's like congratulating uh 
her to get into the Tribeca Film Festival and then plot twist that we're going to go to the Tribeca Film Festival. Controversial. Uh, apparently the timings are off it because Tribeca Film Festival is not around the time that they would be yeah, so this is basing in... this around. It's in June and if they're going to kids holiday. Oh, that's too smart for me. I oh, have thought it's not smart. The Tribeca Festival's in May and this is happening in June when they're all on their school holidays. Yeah. So like, it just nothing aligns. But about this show, it's just nothing but plot holes. It's plot Tribeca holes. Tribeca is in Canada, right? Tribeca is... Probably. Sounds it's, like it. It's Manhattan. Oh Triangle God. under... What's the one in... What's the one in Canada? What's the Canadian Film Festival? The Venice, the Venice film. The <laughs> Venice Biennale. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, need that in. Okay. Ah! Culture, girls, culture. Che uh, Miranda, like, going, uh, trying Chay's to Che's commitment to a shit vest is irritating me yeah, so disgusting. much. 2009 Top Man. They love a gel yeah. When Che was, like, dis- like, disapproving about their, like, costumes in the, like, Che Passa TV show... <laughs> Look at what the fuck you're wearing right now, babe. Like this could be in Che Passa. This outfit. Is that hideous. a rhinestone? Also, Miranda's commitment yeah. to a uh, sarong, a beach fit, is sickening because yeah. lawyer Miranda would never Hamptons. do this. Just, look, that androgynous, chic, gorgeous, like fitted, stunning, great hair, gorgeous gowns. Why the fuck is she wearing H&M's, like, kind of, like, summer offering? Yeah. Um, then with Charlotte, Charlotte was with, what's his name, Actor Mr. Andrews. Victor Garbo. Oh, yeah, Victor Andrews. Mr. Uh, Andrews. Mr. Andrews. So Charlotte's... I saw the iceberg, and I see it in your eyes. So Charlotte's talking to this famous actor, what's he called? Victor Garbo. Victor Garbo, and he's basically like, oh, like, you're the one who founded um, that really famous artist, um... Can work for me and Charlotte's like hee hee no thank god Charlotte's going back to work like this has to be a plot line that sees through like so we've can... been crying screaming yeah. out for it for like I'm so bored for her yeah. so can I ask another question people so my, my question let's go for another question around the table um so all of us so Charlotte's like I need to be there for my kids none of us needed our mums there for us as kids surely like when you were growing up yeah. did your mum work or did she go she and like work. look after you yeah, yeah. yeah I was a latchkey kid yeah so yeah so yeah all of it so it's really funny that they put all this emphasis on like being there for their kids and I've noticed with the US TV shows are like I need to be there for my kids like I'm watching uh, Platonic on Apple TV at the moment and there's such an obsession it's kind of like uh, growing up, like, surely... Is it because they're, like, a re- Manhattan family and maybe they're, like, making more of an effort because it's, like, our kids are growing up in the city, it's not as safe for them to just, but, like, exist there by themselves? But, but like, that, she's just at home. She's just yeah. at home. Like, yeah, exactly that. So it's, like, they're also getting enough money to, like, raise their like kids via... Yeah. Like, get out of the house. They want to watch porn. Yeah. yeah, just let them be. Like, you can have, like, um, a bit of a low-maintenance phase and then they can thrive off that because then they're not being spoon-fed everything and they'd like use their own intuition sorry that's me just being a bit like anti yeah, but imagine like, <laughs> overbearing, like imagine parents. like a, a wealthy woman working in an art gallery it's like okay i'm not here to like project but it's not like she's going to be running herself ragged no no mm. yeah she's, she's just, two she's days just a week. going to be doing like the yeah, amount yeah, that yeah. she feigns to do yeah. and then she'll be yeah. like oh, i've done my bit yeah, yeah, and she's willing to let go of the problematic stuff that she's willing to. That's what they, like, people in that guys are getting paid for. That she, listen, she's a money laundering scheme. Of her envy child. It's nice to have somebody who who's from the art world finally in this like show. Like yeah. the art world was like Give everything. Some everything was about the art world. Like that episode when in Sex and City when Carrie, uh, when Charlotte gets her like cunt 
painted by the artist and like it really brought it back to like Manhattan is like the mecca of art and like everything innovative and like and just like that I had like nothing about art like mm. nothing like nothing it's like about cunts. nothing about cunts <laughs> not at all and then um, Herbert's mum's basically like dragging Lisa Todd Wexley excuse me I used to bake lots of cake I used to bake lots of cake I'm baking one right now <laughs> in my, mu- like, my loving oven, oven. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is really interesting as well as like the roles of a mother yeah, and the roles yeah. of like a generational kind of it's it's different responsibilities. Yeah. It's interesting, not entertaining. It's not entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not entertaining. Oh, 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 so I maybe I thought it's quite entertaining. I uh, guess like the show is about being. I enjoy I enjoy her a lot. I enjoy what she brings. Yeah, she's like, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. like regardless of like. Yeah. how it comes across I, yeah. I enjoy it we she's have... a good protagonist yeah and that's true, what they true. need everyone's just kind of like classes even the right word yeah it's just she's like, like a... you're kind of yeah, like yes no that is no, correct <laughs> no, no, you just don't know things no, no she's an antagonist <laughs> which is like this show needs it because like we just have Jay Russell it's really funny as well because they're doing this argument over a massive table and at this is why I stan LTW because she just like grins and bears it and I just think she's gorgeous gorgeous yeah yeah yeah. um and you don't agree with either parent because it's just like yeah not with him anyway yeah you just don't you've not really got an allegiance to either parent but it's just really funny and then um, LTW stands up and she's like, Herbert's standing for the city controller and they, they have Can somebody session. explain to me what a no controller idea. is? No idea. I think it's okay, just like, I a, like really a councillor would be in like UK elections. So, yeah, so that very so Boris Johnson. Yeah. And we're with Miranda and Che in the bed with Lyle. Um, che if is I like, had a penny... Yeah. <laughs> tell me more tell me more this this goes a bit like I don't know this goes a bit this could have gone like... this could have gone somewhere so much more I interesting I need for this <laughs> <laughs> don't we all um Chase like coming into Miranda Lyle's like Lyle's um no, Lyle in about absolutely comatose but the way it was written you could tell like when Lara passed out on the bed like a few scenes ago that this was going to happen yeah oh, absolutely. But I would also argue that when they walked into the room and saw the situation where he was asleep on the bed Miranda left and it seemed as if like she wasn't doing this and they were going to find somewhere else to sleep so then when you come back in and they're both in the bed it's like yeah. Why was that the decision? Yeah, agreed. It was a bit like... You know that Che was the instigator. That's so weird. What's... Like, Miranda's wearing the ugliest, like... She's wearing a full ring. Yeah, but Che's just getting off somebody watching them, like, finger Miranda again. Again. Um, Lyle's, like, kind of coming on, and then Miranda's like... "Uh, I would argue that that is very presumptuous. Oh my god, so like because sorry, then like, if that's the case, then you presume that there was okay. So I okay, I have notes. Yeah, I said that. Um. Okay, so this is the progression. Are they all gonna fuck? That's when they were all four sat there with. Yeah, Harry. yeah, yeah. And then I've had threesomes that started like this. <laughs> and, and, it's then it, the and then it says you read your daughter's well. mother-in-law. That's that's referring to the dinner party. But I, mean, I, was... I said, I think this might have required a conversation prior. Oh my god, totally. You don't just wake up and engage. Yeah, it's yeah, more a case of like, yeah. oh, wake up, make yourself known. Yeah, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. awake, can I join in? Mm-hmm. I think this is like a reflection of Michael Patrick Kane's like not understanding of like queer relationships or like m- like open relationships or something like this as something you would it specifically... It lacks consent. Yeah, and like Che is problematic enough and like Che is like 
okay, we're going to have this threesome. And, like, if this was me, if, like, my boyfriend was having sex with his ex while oh. she in the bedroom, <laughs> I would be, like, I'd be so freaked out if I wasn't, like, already, like, in me, like, okay, this is going to happen tonight. I'd be, mm. like, what the fucking fuck? And you're married still. Like, I'd be, like, are you fucking yes. mad? Like, okay, okay. But, side note, say that all of those things were known prior. You and your boyfriend. Yeah. Lovely Peter. Love you, Peter. Mm. You and Peter are in bed and his ex yeah, is yeah, also yeah. asleep in the bed. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you both are in this bed and then you and your boyfriend are engaging. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, all yeah. of a sudden the ex joins in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives a slightly different context. Yeah, totally. Because if it's like... If he, if the ex just turned up somewhere, that yeah. would be strange. But if you got into bed with them... You wouldn't instigate... It's the middle person it's you would not crazy. instigate. So this is interesting. I'm such a people pleaser. I need, I need like, verbal communication. No, but this is really fair that you've done it from, like, points of view because in the writer's room thing, they were like, oh, we did it and we put emphasis on uh, consent. So they, re- they wrote in a bit about Miranda saying about the consent thing. And what Miranda says is beautiful, but it's not nicely said when it's in the middle of that happening if it was in the beginning and then before the red solo cups yeah. came out for example there, okay, but they there spoke was, about it back. There, was a, there was a consensual aspect but before that consensual consensual aspect happened his hand is already on Che's tail yeah it's not okay yeah. he's already got his dick up their ass yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's not do you see true. what I mean yeah, yeah. I hadn't there was and like Che's just as much to blame because there was no communication. Oh yeah, yeah. Che I'm is fully the on side of Miranda. Yeah, even she's a bit boring. But yeah, like, yeah. this is like no, I think we this all. Is it, but it's just been written so shoddily that there's no sense when you try to like back it. Like, oh, there's the conversation. They were so proud of saying like there's a conversation about consent. No way Nothing. in hell. Yeah. There's Vaguely. no. Yeah. The lines it's are so blurred. Okay. And especially no, yeah. if Miranda's not used to like queer relationships as well. Like this is so new this to her. This is so yeah. new to her. This is like this is very. Scary, yeah. And like earlier, Miranda was allergic to mayonnaise, and now she's having mayonnaise she served on the platter. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. And she says that the visceral reaction to this. But is it's like, like I have been the Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've also been like, okay, let me just. I don't want to like make this awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's like, what and, happened. And it's, yeah. like, it's that weird mindset of like, let me just make this go as smoothly as possible. Exactly. I don't want to yeah, be a, yeah, yeah. A, like a Debbie Downer. Yeah, definitely. And like they obviously Debbie Go Downer. Exactly. Yeah. This is what like like Michael Patrick King obviously has doesn't have this nuance where like these things can like you feel like obliged sometimes to have these like really like sexual like relationships when you're like not comfortable and Miranda's obviously not comfortable with her queer identity and like to be in this situation it's just like it reads so wrong like there's no screams of trying to project like a gay man's experience Mm. of like a sex life onto a non like exclusive like gay man's experience Mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah yeah yeah. which i have i have a little bit of knowledge on i would say so um and then then like miranda's like oh like um what'd she say acknowledging it's hot but like i don't know about this yeah yeah yeah. but on top of that you become the third wheel you have to be the guest star yeah see he's he's got it down he knows what he's doing nobody yeah you have to be the guest star you have to be the guest star absolutely and then when miranda says like oh um viscerally um my reaction is now but, um, but like, maybe? And then she grabs Isle's bum and it's like, oh, this is so weird. Like, oh, like... See, so, this was around the time I said that 
if they got the strap out, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. It's like, give me yeah. something super left field. Give me something that we don't tend so to true. see on yeah, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peg Lyle. Let me see him get pegged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not... It's, yeah, it's just... So boring. Yeah. HBO, sort it out. Yeah, and then uh, Miranda, like, gets crammed. Obviously, like, they love ageism in this. Charlie Hart. They love ageism in this episode. Miranda gets um, crammed. Runs out immediately. Miranda's like, yeah, you guys, like, carry on. Then Che, um, Miranda's, like, thrown to the, like, lopsided sofa. Um, Che eventually, like, joins Miranda. It's like, Ugh. Were you surprised that Che came out? Like, if Che didn't come out, like... That... It would have been pretty devastating. Yeah, yeah I was kind of... I was, like, wondering if this could be, like, a make or break. Imagine if Che just got pregnant this episode. Yeah. <laughs> the pull-out technique didn't work. Um, but again, it would like... give them a third season, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and the it baby just... is Samantha. <laughs> it makes Miranda... Like, every scene that they have with Che just makes Miranda look so pathetic. And, like, Miranda's not yeah. a pathetic character. And, like, Do you think this is the... Do you think this is how they're going to break up Che and Miranda? Like, I... I think they have. I to don't know because they should have put them so, up last I'm season. I'm so sorry. I'm so over it. I think. It, so I think this. I think this is kind of like their way of like. Okay, this. Okay, but let's. Okay, over. let's let's be perfectly real here. We do have another non-binary character in the series. Play into that. Develop that. Exactly. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, like Che could have been like the first foray into like Miranda's explicit like exploration into like yeah, what she yeah, wants, yeah. and then then it kind of blossoms in something more like beneficial to her versus just clinging on which is what she's like against they've like shoehorned this kind of like storyline into it it's like out of the two of them it makes more sense that charlotte's kid yeah yeah yeah. is it rock rock yeah yeah charlotte's kid like rock is like at least that's a bit more organic yeah definitely definitely. it's like lean into that develop that person in the first season like um i'm i'm having so many like such insightful takes but yeah yeah but like because like the first season like naya wallace was supposed to be miranda's like love interest and they like and then cynthia nixon was like no i don't want to have like two straight women to realize they're gay like i get that but like like Cynthia Nixon, you're you've almost, too you've much created yourself. this like yeah. Yeah. Mm. this person out essentially yeah, out of the yeah. Yeah. and like There's I think ways to do it that. could have been like interesting to have like two like straight women to discover their like bi identity and also like an interracial relationship which we've never and then, and then never you have an never had. on top of that but then I guess that gives a context of like these sort of queer relationships and yeah. happen like in this sort of like sordid way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's been more interesting. There's been more like nuance where it's like Liv Miranda is just joining the threesome she doesn't want to be a part of and like it's not okay. Uh, then we're with uh, Carrie's on the phone with Seema before she goes to Enid's um, apartment and Seema's just like um, do you not get a photo with anybody with a Zimmer frame? Probably one of the best jokes of this entire episode, but Seema needs to be in more of these scenes. Like, mm-hmm. LTW is great, but like, Seema is more iconic. She's a breath of fresh air. She's icon. a breath of fresh air. Like, uh, her animal prints are iconic. Like, um, she's what this series needed. Yeah, oh my god, absolutely. We're all like dying. We just need a, a Seema and Anthony like spin off. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, then, like, Carrie, like, dodges the photo off with the woman in the Zimmer frames, and then Carrie's, like, going The old, up. decrepit, old, aged, like, yeah. ancient women. Okay, but also, this is, if I'm correct, Miranda Priestley's townhouse from The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, also, this is Ina's new apartment, because in Ina's old apartment, that's where... 
the woman fell out of the window. Oh, Slap. no way. Yeah, so this is an entirely new apartment. New vibe. Who is this one? Gloria Steinem. Gloria Steinem is just walking around. Like, Very young, you know, up and coming journalist. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's, <laughs> I think she's part of Navarro Media, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she's listening to this landlord. Like, <laughs> she's friends with Owen Jones. Oh my God, definitely. Um, Carrie's talking to her uh, ex-boss, Enid, and she's like, hee hee, and then um, Bitsy Van Mufflin comes along. And... Bitsy is fucking annoying, sorry, she's pissing me off. No, Bitsy is like the, the like Samantha Spice we kind of miss her. Yeah, but she's the Samantha Spice, but not with the common sense. She's the Samantha Spice, but without like the cunt face. You say that, but when she said, it's like, I had a $100,000 facelift, and I still have to come here for a $25 upper lip wax, like, I felt that. <laughs> and then she sent a dick pic as like I am Bitsy you, you really are Bitsy I you are Bitsy. Bitsy in this episode we've got to step up okay I have a question so if we're talking like how much of a difference in age are we talking between like um, Bitsy Carrie and, and Carrie. the oh Enid yeah like 20 years maybe like 15 Yes, that's what, yeah. I don't know if that's enough to be having this attitude. Mm. Because, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Carrie looks incredible for her age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most most women Carrie's age do not look like her. They do not look like Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, not all, yeah. So I would would argue that, like, I understand that there's a difference, there's an age gap that's being presented here, but... So Sarah Jessica Parker is 58. Okay. But I think there's okay. menopause things, like when you get to menopause, uh, there's a big change and that's identifiable, but menopause affects people of different ages. Uh, but then I think what, that this is what's interesting about this episode, it's like, it's ageism because she's not identifying with these older women because she's maybe looks yet. of how they, what, how they yeah, identify, yeah. What, what, what does she not agree with? But at the same time, it's like kind of like how I probably... Would yeah, not agree. Yeah. Would not hang out with people who are in their twenties because that's just not. Yeah, true, their, their yeah. life experience so is different. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. no, please leave. Yeah, please get, get rid now. But yeah, it's just different because it's uh, and also it's like people like women are maybe scared to age. Yeah, um, I like. There I is, think there is that I think little the, thing about the patriarchy. I yeah, so I think Carrie's wrong. So I think that's why I said earlier. Is that in, like, is that in I would say I would say that there's like. There's a middle ground between like how she's reacting and how she should react, and I think there's like a there's a midway point. Yeah, so I think the storyline is based on her being because she's massively ageist, oh, and yeah, totally. so much so to the point of like the ninety percent of the episode she's cry- like really ageist and it's really horrible. And it's like, come on, like wake up, like why are you being like this? Yeah, take that, uh, take that and then seventy year old. Like, yeah, so like that kicker is is like oh no, she's not. So like, she's gone. That is just me assuming that, like, once I once I get to like Carrie's age, I would be. Approved. Oh, we're like, it's not that like as time goes on, it's not that big of yeah, a gap. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like I I'm just surprised at the perhaps like naively surprised at the fact that she's yeah. that obje- like. Saying this is as, as 20 and 30 year olds, but like when I was like in my mid to late 20s, I would never think somebody was four years old. So like this is the same age gap that Carrie has I with. Guess. It's I just me it's... being naive. Really. No, no, no. I think it's I'm also... just trying to, I'm just trying to like insert some sort of like 
sense to this nonsense no, show. Fun. No, but that's a really good point as well because I feel like when you think of ageism, like it's weird that they've done it in this pod, like in this show that they've like demonised the older women. If anything, like what I know, being at this age, like thirty, lol, silly. But like I, with the younger people, I kind of like, oh, I'll just keep my arm distant, like they're fine. Like I've got a lot of younger like yeah. cousins and family members that are like kind of like after like nurture and stuff and as a like older sister but like older people they've always been like mentors or like friends and like more like nurturing relationships and with older people you automatically like age them up they become like the superiors they become the more like no if anything like you you trust them to have a responsible relationship with you so you can have a good Uh better relationship with older people versus younger people you try to be a bit like yeah yeah. a bit more kind of like oh that's I don't know, it's really difficult because, like, you don't make yourself younger. You're your age and you change with either age. I think the worst advice I've ever got is, like, from people who are older than me. Than me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm always like, no, no, like... It's really, yeah, it's really hot. But so, like, this is, like, this episode could be so interesting because, like, it is about age, but, like, I don't know, there's so many, like when Miranda's being slightly raped by Lyle, like, there's, like, like, this would be, the, like, Miranda's, like, um, storyline should be about age, and, like, like, that's why Sex and City was so good, because it was, like, a one narrative thingy, and because this show has about 15 characters mm-hmm. in, they should have one, like, set, like, story arc for the whole episode, and this episode, like, jumps across, like, so many different, like, arcs that it's, like, kind of, Hard to even understand what this episode is even saying. Like it's you're mm. like it's like re, it's like watching. A, it's a lot of filler. It's like yeah. watching like a play written by somebody with ADHD. Like it's insane. Okay, that's why I, that's why I relate to it. Exactly. I oh, did. Yeah. I did like this um, line where um, Bitsy Von Muffin's like best line is like the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. And Bitsy Von Muffin is the only other person in the show who's able to do this the Samantha like quotes. Like that would be a Samantha mm. quote. And, like, she's the only one able to because she's pumping up the campness and she's basically like, my ex-husband Bobby was a faggot. And, like, we were like, oh, we all knew that. But, like, when Carrie's like, oh, my God, we all thought your ex-husband was gay. And I was like, you can't say that to someone's husband who's <laughs> Another reason why I am Fitzy. Ah! I will definitely end up marrying a gay man. Oh, my God, point. 100%. I can't wait to get married to you. Oh, God. <laughs> I am also Carrie's reaction to that is just so silly like I'm gonna move chairs there's another chair yeah and like when why is she so fucking boring yeah when she was just like I'm gonna move to the other side of the room it's like babe like you are such a boring cunt like yeah. it's just giving crude um and then like Bitsy's like talking about Merlin who Bitsy's obviously fucking Ina's fucking and then um Bitsy's trying to get Carrie to fuck uh love that this like this old man's dick's getting around everywhere because he's a tripod <laughs> then this um feminist pioneer Gloria Steinem Gloria Steinem is doing her little speech with her little very like this is very naughty where like girls would have these like two blonde streaks and black <laughs> hair <laughs> Gloria Steinem is repping the naughty's um hairstyle of the era and then no it's the Scandinav- Scandinavian hairline oh. that's going around at the moment Love that. Um, Ghost Daniel's doing her little speech. Um, then, yeah. Then we're oh, back. We oh, go. thank God. Harry. Harry's, Harry's finally 
has this firework moment for the 4th of July. Come for July, me. come for me, Harry. Sing for me, Paolo. If this, <laughs> if this show is supposed to be woke, we all don't support the 4th of July anymore. No. Yeah. God bless the indigenous people. So this is really funny, that scene. They're like, uh, Michael Patrick King was like, we just want to make uh, Charlotte give Harry a handjob. And then we want to make it like, people assume what's going on in the background. It's like, it's not fucking too hard to assume what's going on in the background if they're like, show Harry's pretend dick again. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, the stunt coordinator would be like, oh, I've not got that signed up. I've not got that signed up. I was like, fuck off. Bring and in then, the props department again. They're literally. <laughs> Honestly. And then Gloria, uh, Gloria, 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 Carrie, and Enid are getting like a, a cute little selfie. And then um, Ina's like, I want to see the photos so we can get approval because I've... Because I'm old. Because I'm old. This line's Listen, not I okay. Listen, I relate to this because <laughs> I do not trust these fags. To no, like absolutely. Then um, I love that like Enid recognises um, her boyfriend's dick. And this dick pic is the most well-lit, most can we, fabulous Can we circle photo. back? I want to make sure I see it. It's coming, it's coming. <gasps> oh, it's coming. One, two, three, only three photos. <gasps> and that dick pic, that, that dick is, is from a young man. That's that from is, the 80s or something. Like There he, would be a lot more loose skin happening. He was, he would have been like, uh, Robert Maplethorpe, can you take a photo of my dick? Like, that is the most beautiful like, dick I know pic for, I've ever I seen know in my life. I know from experience that that's not realistic. No, there'd be like cans of like beer and like, there'd be like a, <laughs> like some like skid marked underwear. With the dick pic. Oh, Especially with old men, the nappies. I hate to know what dick pics you're getting. Oh, you don't. I'll, 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 sh- I'll share them on the Instagram I, stories. I, I bet all mine. <laughs> what I hate about this scene is like, so it all started in a toilet queue and it was like a joke about women being like incontinent. So it's like, they're like, oh, well, women of a certain age, like queuing for a queue, like, oh, gagging for the lady. They obviously didn't get the temper lady, like, spawn con. It's just silly. It's just so lazy. Yeah. And then obviously, like, it's a, you, to be fair, I do think that this scene is brilliant. It's like Sex, it's sex and City, like, it kind of leads to, like, oh, a bit of a blooper, like, oh, gosh, she swipes on the dick pic. But it's just lazy around, like, you've got Gloria Steinem, and also like, like, controversial figure for, like, feminism, like, whatever, like, road you, like, kind of, like, side on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like, if you're going to make someone as iconic as her, iconic in the subjective way, exist in your show, like, make it a bit more funny and interesting. Yeah. A bit silly. But the thing about... So this is the thing I don't understand about this show is like Carrie has got access to big money and this is the first time it's referenced. It's like PayPal, like deep pockets. Um, I did have that moment of... She's fucked as fuck. Asking someone for a hundred grand. That's crazy. Yeah. For Carrie Bradshaw, nay... um, Oh my God, what's his name? Big. Big. Uh, John West Preston. Preston. It's like... She has that money. Yeah, yeah she's got that money. That she's money. just living that's, that She shits that money every oh morning. Oh my god, yeah. She works at art for that money. Yeah. She douches with that money. Mm-hmm. And just like that, yeah. I am, I am for that life. And they don't touch on that a lot, like the fact that she's like, stumbled on that wealth. And then yeah, they touch on that a lot when, when she's like, oh, four, 400 times 10, like 100. So it's like, like, Carrie should be like, Charlotte, you need to job. I'm gonna open you a gallery, yeah. and, you're, and I'm gonna be like the silent partner, like Aiden with Scout. Yeah, and we're gonna Charlotte, make this thing. You're gonna be my nepo baby. Exactly. And we are gonna make the world 
incredible and rock is gonna do live installation art all day every day we're gonna have nothing but nepo babies bring in johnny depp's daughter leela moss into this fucking show <laughs> leela moss lily rose L- Lily <laughs> exactly and just like that sorry the idol of the hbo max alum. fuck you the weekend fuck you the weekend fuck you the weekend um then Cringe. carrie carrie's basically bargaining for 100 grand that she'll be on the um goop dupe newsletter like Sorry, Gwena. Yeah, <laughs> and then like this heavy, uh, this heavy like spawn comp of PayPal, and then like and then just like that, me and Enid became PayPal. Me and Enid became PayPal's, and like this is shoehorns. I'm so sorry, but she's so fucking used to being fleeced, like emotionally and like today economically. Like Enid obviously just wanted to use her for like the deep pocket. Oh my god, the deep pocket's like what the fuck. The amount of time she spent as Vogue's editor, like... Oh my god, yeah. She's not new to this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows how to work the system. What do you give this episode out of Richard Burton Doggy Treats? Out of 10. Out of 10, Mel. We're not doing polls this episode. Out of Richard Burton Doggy Treats, out of 10, what do you give? Smutty Treats. Uh, I'm going to give this episode, say, uh, I think it's the best episode of the series so far, so I'm going to give it 6 out of 10. Evelyn, what do you give her? I'm gonna give it a seven because I'm easily pleased. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna meet you halfway. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Oh, okay. go like on, like then. Like I'm happy with that. I don't feel like I look stupid. Yeah, exactly. Six point five. Like last episode, like all these episodes, I've just sweet detest. But I think like season one, episode five is gonna be the like. Mm, unless they bring it eight agent episode five, and then. Hmm. To be fair, I think Aiden would be doing this episode. Yeah, because they were teasing Aiden so much mm. on the, and just like that, like, um, Instagram. So he's going like, to have a similar run to Samantha. And like, <laughs> <30 seconds. laughs> he's going to get cancer. <laughs> he canceled. Oh, yeah, but, oh, well, here we are. Thank you so much, Evelyn. <gasps> Thank this you. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. Next week, Mel is not going to be here. It's just going to be Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Mel. Oh, my God. I wish you could just do this every week, Evelyn. Just come back every week. Go Listen, on there, you, you okay, you, you tell me how much the viewership spikes. And oh, my God. I'll absolutely. Get back to you. you send me an offer. Okay. Release the beast, okay. Evelyn. <laughs> okay, this is a signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you, Thank Evelyn. you so we much. I'm just like, <gasps> what? What? For <laughs> having me. Labels all love. Labels all love. Labels all love. I'm Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. I am Fergie. <laughs>